Hello and welcome. Today we're talking about building your strategy in NFTs and crypto play to earn based off your time. So today I want to give you a bird's eye view into what I like to do to keep myself sane in this crazy, crazy crypto world uh, that we all know and love. So there's also, you know, gaming time. You, you play games, you have time. In my opinion, this is all entertainment time that I kind of bucket my available time to play with. And it turns into, you know, a little investment. So what I like to do with play to earn and um, play to earn gaming and crypto is treat it as entertainment. So for me, I have a certain amount of time per week um, that I kind of justify to say, all right, I got two hours at this moment to focus on XYZ, whether it's studying a new project, growing my own project or playing uh, what I would consider a game uh, and just my leisurely time. So now how do you justify how much money you put into this and how much time you put into it? And keep in mind, time is money. So if you're viewing this new space as a investment opportunity, I would probably steer you otherwise. This is not financial advice, just my own opinions. I would probably, if you're looking for gains in quick gains, play to earn crypto could possibly be your home. Uh, it's a little more fun than just traditional investing because it can go really big or really, really sour really quickly. But I would really recommend to hunker down and understand what you like to A, play, or B, are interested in, and find that type of game. Or let's just, I'm gonna focus almost primarily on play to earn gaming right now. So if you're playing and you're gaming, um, there's lots of games currently in the current state of just, you kind of stake a token and you own an NFT and then you get stuff by playing in this ecosystem. So, and it's just, you check back every four hours, every 12 hours, you're doing something maybe a little bit strategical uh, to get an advantage on somebody or like NFT pandas is an example. You literally have your guys, you're leveling them up. The more you stake against them, the more you level up over time, they become more powerful, meaning you get more returns quicker, but you put the time in. So you earn that return. That's pretty neat. I actually like that one a lot. Very simple, very cute, but um, not really fun. You're just clicking a thing. So you have to remember that's it. So since I play so many crypto quote unquote games, or we'll say just projects at this moment, I play a lot of projects where I just check back on my assets. I'm um, nurturing them by visiting the ecosystem, collecting a token that I earn through gameplay, a lot of air quotes here, but it's not really games. Um, I have maybe four or five that I take my time. Maybe once a day, I will check back uh, on this game and I will collect my rewards and my return. Um, almost like, you know, claiming or uh, getting your dividends from a stock. I am just getting them every day through my NFT by utilizing my time. Uh, I've invested money to buy it, or maybe I, there's free to play. You can play things for free and earn crypto. It's just really slow. Um, or you can buy more into these projects and probably get a higher return. So in my opinion, the way I like to run it, my own life is I will check back on four to five projects every day because I'm in lots of projects. I like to understand them all. I know the teams, I wanna support them. I wanna play in their ecosystem, but they're just little clicker games where you click on it. It's kind of charming in its own right. And you send your guys on a mission or whatever, and they come back with something. But we're building to something better. So that's definitely boring. I'm not going to lie there. I'm not going to lie at all. But um, 
that is absolutely boring. And I hate that that's the way that basically everything is in crypto right now, with the exception of some, which I'll mention. Now, if you were to play 10 crypto games to try to earn a living, it's going to be very hard. Number one, you have to keep track of everything. There's ebbs and flows of these. Sometimes it's better to buy or sell if you're playing that game. My strategy, personally, and you can follow it or not, is I'm just here for the long term. If I make a certain small amount of money over time, I'm probably never going to sell everything out of an entire project to make a gain. I'm probably always going to be in these projects through the ebb and flows of an of crypto. I'd never pay attention to the price. Very rarely, unless I'm very into a game that I'm having fun with, I may invest more. So the reason I'm saying this is that hopefully you can find your own strategies because my personal goal is for people to enter this fun space and show that it's not just a grind. It's not just about profit. It's about a new way of gaming that you can own your assets. And I've been doing that for the past literally 25 years owning my assets and trying to sell them online and successfully selling them online through eBay. And now it's just a lot easier with blockchain. So that's my literal passion is to showcase how cool this is and how much more fun it can accentuate your gaming. So with that being said, going into my strategy, like my personal strategy is I'm here for 10, 20 years. I personally want to have the story more than the, the games. I want to be able to say, Hey son, guess what? You know, you're listening to this, listen to your dad, just talk to the steering wheel here. And I want to be able to say, hey, guess what? Your dad owned these things at the forefront of the beginning of this crazy new era in blockchain and Web3. Uh, I, I want to be there. I want to have these things just like a Nolan Ryan rookie card or a, a Michael Jordan rookie card. Those things are valuable and have a certain value because people remember back then how cool that was to have and those things are a lot more lucrative now and i think that it's only going to get more and more lucrative um and kind of a high society type things um anyway not that i really care about that i just think it's fun i, I really enjoy it so for me 10 plus years 15 plus years i want to back projects and be in the ecosystem learn it and help them now i can only do that for so many projects there's only so much time in the day that i strategize to do this so like a game like NFT Pandas, where you only click once or twice a day. I love that. I come back, takes me three seconds while I'm sitting on the porcelain god, and that's it. I'm done for the day with that one. I've kind of nurtured it. I'm leveling up. I'm progressing. NFT Pandas does a great job because you have progression, and it takes two years minimum to get to the end of the kind of game to get maximum benefit out of your NFTs. I love that. Because you can't just come in flip. You have to stay and stick with it and be there for the long term. It's exactly what I just described. So NFT Pandas follows that perfectly. So I love NFT Pandas for that. Another one that's great, it uh, doesn't really have progression um, in the way that NFT Pandas does, even though they easily could, is um, uh, Zoss. It's Zombie Outbreak Survival. Our good buddy Deej is doing a great job at this game. It's really a staking game. You have your thing. You send them on missions. They come back with stuff. You get more stuff. So technically leveling up is getting more stuff to prepare for the next phase, right? Whatever. Um, that one's great. Um, Alien Worlds, another one. You just click on things. Same with Taco. No story. You just click on things. You're amassing your amount of stuff to carry on later in the game. So I can click on these once or twice a day. Maybe Taco, I'll come back and click four times a day to get more reward. So I'm trading my time for a reward. Now, there also comes games that require a ton of time to really make your reward the highest as possible. 
the best one that I literally love. It's an actual game that I like playing, not even joking, called Realm. It's a strategy game that I can create my own strategy that can be different than others, and I can perform better because my strategy is better rather than paying a ton of money. Or I can pay a ton of money and be at the top of the leaderboards, just like it happens for all these other random web games or app games that people pay for, but they can't sell their thing at the end of the day. But with this, I can have that option. It's amazing. So with like Realm, now I have five or six games I'm clicking. I got Pandas, Taco, Alien Worlds. That's easy for me. I should check back five minutes a day it takes me. Nothing much. I pay attention a little bit on Discord. It's not stressful for me. And if I miss a click or two and I don't get as much high ROI from those, I'm fine with it. I don't care. I'm here for the long term. I just want to be here and enjoy this process of new wave of gaming. So for me, like I play Realm all the time. If I have a second, if I'm, I'm pushing the leaderboard and I want to get the best prize because there's leaderboards here, I'm going to push hard and I'm going to have one, I'll call that an active game. So actively, if I jump on my phone for a second, I'll play for a quick minute, maybe 10 times a day, and that will help me. Well, now it's only three or four, but um, I will click that and pay attention more. I'll call that an active game, paying attention to the market, understanding the ebb and flow of the seasons, understanding absolutely everything with the game. I understand everything. I know how the markets work. I'm confident I can make some good profits because I'm paying attention the most. But can I do that against six or seven projects? Absolutely not. Would I recommend it? No. I would highly recommend you to read a book or do something different. Ramp yourself up in some sort of knowledge base so you can be better at things and make money that way or live your life the way you want to. Or maybe you just want to come in and spend a ton of money, because it's possible, to be at the top of a leaderboard to make yourself feel better. That's fine too. It all comes from stemming from people wanting to feel like they're the best and pushing to be the best, and that's why people pay a ton of money for this. But there's also not like leeches isn't really the word. There's people participating in the ecosystem that kind of take that away and um, uh, just sell things. Just sell, 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 sell all the time. You need sellers. You need buyers. I would highly recommend for any type of ecosystem, buy into some NFT, sell 50% of it, and reinvest another 50% of it back into the ecosystem. Whether it's buying another NFT to make your uh, kind of lead a little easier or have a better nft for later but i think it's always good to be buying and selling and participating in the ecosystem not just selling 110 percent. then you're just devaluing everything you own pretty much so that's kind of the long and the short of it for me my strategy 10 plus years if not more on any project they ever enter i'm not selling anytime before that because i personally think when there's hundreds of thousands of people in this space messing around and enjoying these things, all these projects now are going to be just the, the OGs that were here at the beginning. And there's a ton of value there. Now, the interesting part, which is a whole nother podcast, is the supply and what projects do with supply when this price goes just absolutely bonkers. It's pretty obvious when to sell, when the price just goes absolutely ludicrous. Uh, projects can very easily say, this is too expensive. We're not comfortable with this. We're going to release more assets and uh, make sure that more people can play in this ecosystem. Because at the end of the day, it's all about users and new users jumping into your ecosystem. And that's how the projects still grow consistently, is just new users coming in and playing, get more money that way, get more investment, and push forward. Anyway, this is just a quick ramble on me on how I think is the best way for you, if you're new, 
or even a, a veteran to have a low stress way to play. This is probably a better title I should have started with. Uh, the low stress way to play, play to earn gaming, right? That's not a good one at all, but we'll, we'll try again. We'll refine this over time, but it really, that is like, it can be stressful with your investment to manage it and watch it. And you feel like you need to have like the highest ROI by clicking every single time and setting alarms to get like five cents, but you lost 30 minutes of sleep, which literally took like a day off of your life because you didn't sleep much and you're stressed out and you have health problems. I see it all the time. People get burnt out. Um, I've never gotten burnt out. I've got burnt out from maybe going a little too hard, but I still continued on literally everything. I didn't stop ever. I always kept playing. It was just maybe I wasn't going as hard or not. And I'm still in the ecosystem, still earning, still having fun. Um, the best thing you can do is just not exit completely if you have an investment. Just keep nurturing it, having fun, and uh, going at it that way. Anyway, that's it for now. Me and the steering wheel having a great chat. And um, I think it's time to, to wrap it up. So for this one, just I hope you're staying well out there. You're not stressed all the time. And you're able to enjoy this ecosystem and help grow and ramp new people up to enjoy it with us. To make a fun group of people to hang out with. Um, hope that helped. If it did, hit me up on Discord or Twitter. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the style of this. Uh, if you like guests or not. Uh, I personally just like to give you my insights to help better your um, journey through crypto. And that's just what I really like doing. I grew up as a teacher and this is what I like doing. So uh, my name is Rob. Thanks for listening. And, uh, we're ending on lead one, three, three, seven.